This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. And uh, we get a chance to start hour two and uh, and get to the Kansas City Barbecue Pit hotlines and, and catch up on what's happening in our fine Decatur Public School District. And uh, we get a chance to t- talk to the Assistant Superintendent, Jeff Days. Jeff, how's it going, sir? Hey, how's it going? How y'all doing today? We're what's good. going We're on, good. Doc? Re- recovered from that Celtics okay. letdown. That was disappointing. That was disappointing. Oh, man. You were... Remind me. I don't want to throw it in your face. I was rooting for him too. I, that was my last chance at making a, a buck on the basketball season. <laughs> but uh, yeah. but 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 uh, I, I guess did you, would you really if, if you had to trade it out, you'd rather win like in a regular year. Yeah. No, no, I, I, <laughs> I would I would rather win in a regular year, but the Lakers are still gonna claim that seventeen. Oh, that's so right. I'm... That's right. Ouch. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's painful. Well, how's yeah. th- how's things going? Uh, you know, I know obviously a tough time to work for uh, any school district right now. Um, but but right now, still in virtual learning. Um, are what would you say as the numbers go up? Are people getting it more? Or are they getting it less? Because I know people are getting antsy. Are they getting it? Are they understanding it? why we're virtually learning? Are they are they understanding it more or less? Is, is it more of a fight, or is it becoming a little easier to to, to convince people? Nah, yeah, I, I mean, I think they understand because of the positivity rate going up. Yeah. However, it's, it's the flip side also. You know, you have districts around us that are going back in person some, so they're ready for us to, like, try at least. But I think we're still on the side of health and safety. Sure. What do you mm-hmm. what do you say about that? I mean, those districts are significantly smaller. Is it as simple as that? I mean, you got a lot more kids to worry about. Exactly. The the larger your district is, the more logistics it is, and um, the the more difficult it is to bring them back in person. I mean, I think Warrensburg is, you know, in Argenta. I think there maybe there's two grade schools in some of those cities, but I think it's one grade school and one middle school and one high school. And how many how many schools does Decatur have? Eight, eighteen. Total. Eighteen schools. Eighteen mm-hmm. buildings. Eighteen. 18 bus routes, you know, I mean, that, that is, uh, that's another world. So hopefully, hopefully the, the anguish of that part of the job is, is fading a little bit. What, what do you see for the future? First of all, the semester's over when? December what? Oh, 18th. 18th. Yeah. And how long is the break? The break is two weeks. I, I, guess, I guess the question is, what do you envision? I know we hope mm. to go back, but I mean, I guess uh, that is about two months away, a little less than. Yeah, I think the next decision date is on December fourth. But okay. anticipating that, we're we're providing time, um, extra academic time during our breaks. So during winter break, we'll we'll provide extra academic time for teachers that sign up to give some extra time with the students that need it. So that's one thing that we're trying to be proactive about. Mm-hmm. That's good. Gotcha, gotcha. I know we got a couple of things we're going to hit on here. It, it, did you want to talk about the Skyward Family Access? Is that help me understand what that is? Uh yeah, the Skyward Family Access the form we're asking parents to fill out basically to declare if their if their child will come back in person or stay virtual. And okay. if they if they do not fill it out, they're going to automatically we're going to plan for them to stay virtual. And that's basically if the conversation starts. And we think about coming back in January. We will plan for those people who said, for those families who say they'll come back in person. Okay. So no matter what likely happens, virtual will at least be available until 
I guess we're past this pandemic. Yeah, pretty much to a vaccine uh, vaccine comes out. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I mean, none of this stuff is easy, you know, and I don't know how much, you know, you know, I'm asking you these questions. I don't know how much of these are fall on you, but you're just in all these conversations that, you know, it can't be easy to make. You know, there's parents having struggles of, you know, somebody being at home because they are working. It's just it's just where we are. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's a struggle. I mean, we're hearing from the parents, from the teachers and from the students, you know, the, the social interactions. People are people are tired of being, you know, cooped up. You know, that's part yeah. of the school experience, your peers and that social interaction. So right. we're definitely seeing more more of that social emotional concern that we have to deal with the longer this goes on. Are the are the teachers understanding it with these numbers so high? Yeah, the the, the teachers understand it, but you know, they it's 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 an even number on each side you know okay they, they want because you'll hear that whenever you go into the buildings they're ready for the kids to come back also but they know they they want to do it safely yeah mm-hmm. i i would think it i i can't believe it on saint t's doing this i feel like it would be more complicated to teach a classroom when some are in the classroom and some are on the computer now maybe it's at separate times but i just envision that that you have some kids virtually learning at the same time um, you know, if you get to an open question period, you know, is somebody like watching the computer? I don't know. Maybe, maybe I don't quite understand how it's all laid out, but, um, but for, for people to encourage, uh, getting some back and having some in, in virtual land, I just feel like it'd be, uh, it's going to be challenging no matter what, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's challenging. I know some districts are trying that concept to do it simultaneously at the same time where kids can tap in either by a camera or on the computer. But, you know, the teacher teaching the class will not have time to address questions yeah. of students who are looking online. And that's a lot on the teacher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, athletics is a big driving force for a lot of people, but we wouldn't be having any athletics right now anyway. If, if, if we tried to come back and we're at, what was the chart you sent me, Courtney? 12%, mm-hmm. I think, is, is what Macon County is in. Mm-hmm. And we need to be under, is it 6 Right. I think when we got over six for three straight days, that's when we went up. And now we've doubled that. And we have to be under that number for like seven straight days before we go back down in mitigation. Um, I mean, I feel like people hopefully are starting to get But there wouldn't be any sports right now anyway. It, it, is the goal to hopefully have some spring sports, or, or is that anywhere near conversations you're in? Uh, yeah. Um, this is, you know, I, I think most people, that's the part of the school year that you look forward to, especially the ap- the student athletes as well. Yeah. So that's why, you know, like basketball and football have been pushed back to the spring with the likelihood that this calm down and yeah. we, we can we can have them. Well, basketball, I think the jury is still out on basketball, but I know football is, has been pushed back. But I think they were trying to push basketball back also. I mean, honestly, I just hope we get to a point statewide, and this isn't a Decatur thing, but. It sure would be nice if well, they could at least get 12 basketball games in and a small postseason and maybe maybe invite eight teams to a state tournament. I don't know. And uh, let football get five or six games. Hopefully these kids can just play a little bit. But it, it's it's all hope not towards what the school district decides. It's hope towards what the COVID numbers do right. and uh, and us getting a vaccine and us getting a, a treatment plan. Yeah, yeah definitely. If we, if we get to that point, that says things are getting better. So right, I'm right. up to you on that. How closely do you guys watch like vaccines and treatments, or is it even worth it? You just wait in, until there's a major announcement. Yeah, the main thing is is the positivity rate. But we yeah, have okay. been watching the news. I know Pfizer is coming out with the with a vac a vaccine, um, but I think you have to take dose one 
and then 28 days later, those two. So mm. I've, I've been watching that. I know that's out there now. I saw that on the news um, yesterday. Yeah, I'm going to take some time, though. going to take yeah. some time. Well, it's a rough time. I know we don't have a whole lot of positive things to talk about it, but, I mean, are, are, are there at least some good stories out there of, you know, kids getting some things done and getting some classroom uh, stuff done from home? Yeah, there's some, some, some phenomenal uh, yeah. positives. Yeah, they, the, the students have been engaging. Um, teachers have definitely been, you know, creative. And they've even, you know, I was reading a story the other day, John Till students, they went out into the community and were doing a mosaic project. So mm, yeah. In class. So they're, they're managing to get out, still with the social distancing and everything. And even though this is, this is not ideal, you know, teachers have been, have been rising to the occasion. Um, so I think there, there's a lot of success stories, you know, out there Good. as far as engaging and still meeting students so we don't fall far, far behind. So mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of pluses. And going through this pandemic, um, we're, we're actually at 17.5%. Oh, that's okay. the second highest right now in Jacksonville at 20 under Jacksonville. That's at 25.6%. But however, Jeff has been doing some phenomenal work. I think our test scores uh, are up. Jeff, we want to speak to that just a little bit. Yeah, that well, that was from, you know, the last school year, even with the a half a school year, we did end better than we did the previous year as far as meeting our strategic plan, academic mm-hmm. goals, and our graduation rate increased and our freshman on track percentages increased, which is great because, yeah. you know, ultimately if they if they get a great freshman year, then they're, they're on the right trajectory to graduate, For sure. which is what we want to see. Mm-hmm. When it comes to kids missing, what what would – is it is there a greater number Is it a, or is it similar – you know, kids would miss school too. So when when it comes to kids missing the virtual learning compared to how many kids would miss actual school, is it is it is it grossly more? Uh, yeah, uh, it's definitely it's, it's definitely more because you know it's it's easier just not to sign yeah. in to a class or you may oversleep. But schools have been doing a tremendous outreach job as far as trying to reach those students, trying to reach the families. Uh, we was just. We were on a principal call the other day, and the principal said, hey, I just waited on the porch for them the other day until hmm. they came to make sure they get their devices. So it's a lot of stories out there like no no limit to the outreach that they're doing and make sure that their kids are on and, and engaging in the academics. That's so good. Kudos, so th- kudos to the principals. Numbers are worse, but the, 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 uh, the rundown numbers are, are good. Finding them because yeah. how serious is the problem if everybody doesn't have uh, internet? Uh, right now, we've been trying to eliminate all excuses. You know, mm-hmm. one one to one, giving them their devices, and we also have hotspots available for those mm-hmm. who oh, do not cool. have internet access. So I can I can surely say that internet's not an issue. We've then. done a we've done a we've done a tremendous job as far as outreach and make sure they right. have the resources right. to connect. They can engage. Well, that's fantastic, Jeff. Anything else you want to head on? Hey, oh no! I mean, we're 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 still surviving. We're still surviving. So we we just look forward to the day of having our kids back, yeah. and we can. Here. And I'm not going to even say go back to a sense of normalcy because we're not going back to, especially with all this technology integration. We're looking to better days. 
but mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just waiting for us to get back into the classroom. For that's sure. that's what's up. Eric, I don't know if you know this, but Jeff, you were talking about a uh, author's for tomorrow's show. Yeah. Jeff wrote a book as well. Really? Yeah, he got a book out, man. He got it. It's a it's a Jeff Dace with a I think it's a mustache and a Jeff Dace without a mustache on the cover. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so what is the a quick approach? <laughs> right. Yeah. So what today's Jeff Dace? What would today's Jeff Dace tell younger Jeff Dace? Younger Jeff Dace, uh, man. The the, the sky is the limit, you know, just stay focused, continue, um, no matter what obstacles, use obstacles are opportunities to overcome. I know that's, that's right. What'd you write a book about? It's basically, a, you know, about my life and, oh. and overcoming, overcoming obstacles, you know, especially being a, a black male in education, you know, um, we're, we're, we're often thought of as only the, the PE teachers and the disciplinarians, but we have a lot to offer as far as in this teaching and learning realm. So that's a lot of what I talk about and then my upbringing in the city of Chicago. How long ago did you write that? Is this a new thing? Yeah, it came out July, actually July 1st, 2019, the official date that I started here in Decatur. Oh, okay. Mm. Well, that's cool. Yep. Can, can, where can people get it? Uh, it's available online, Amazon, right. Rise Above by so, Jeff Dace. Yeah, D-A-S-E, and the book is called Rise Above? Yep. E- Easy read, turn pager, man. My wife read that and it was like, oh, this is a nice book. Jeff Dace, I got one more question for you too, man. Um, uh-huh. and, and, and it relates to candy. <laughs> do you, do you, did, did you eat we Chico sticks? We got to start sticks? asking people Thanksgiving side questions. I, you, you're right. You're right. But I got to ask this. It's, did he is eat so Chico upset sticks? that Chico sticks did not fare well in our candy tournament. <laughs> did you, eat, did you eat Chico sticks growing up? Oh, definitely. That's what I'm talking about, man. Isn't it one of the best candies? I don't know. I don't know about the best. Okay, that's exactly right. <laughs> my, my best was, was the uh, fish. And, you know, I, I still eat them. The little fish. The little, oh, the little fish. Sweetest fish. Sweetest, sweetest fish. fish. <laughs> that is a first. I haven't heard anybody mention sweetest fish in a long time. Yeah. yeah. Cordy's yeah. mostly mad that Chico Sticks lost to peanut butter cups in our tournament. Like, he can't accept that it's the most popular Peanut candy. butter cups, though? Like, come on, man. Peanut butter cups. I, I, peanut butter cups? Thank you. Thank yeah. you. That's why you my man's in them. Yeah. Thank you. It's the most sold candy in the world. I'm just saying, but peanut butter <laughs> cups? Come on, man. I can see Snickers bar or something like that, but not peanut butter That's the butter third cups. most sold candy in the world. That's yeah, crazy. No comparison. No comparison. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, hey, before we let you go, spaghetti, is it a side or is it the main dish? I have accepted it's a side. I it's, know. it's a side, but it could be the main dish if you got that meat in there. If you got that Absolutely. meat in there. That's true. Got to have that meat. When when I'm rep- <laughs> representing white America, eat, eat spaghetti as a main dish, there is always meat in there. I will say that. But I've learned over years, thanks to my friends of color, yeah, you can just throw that along with some fish and chicken. And I, it's on and popping. Yeah. I mean, I, I, that happens at Olive Garden already but uh, or at a restaurant. <laughs> right. At no point did I think... The big surprise the first time I, that we had this conversation was the night of Thanksgiving. They had, do you have spaghetti at Thanksgiving, Jeff? No. Yeah, at the house I was at, they had everything. I was like, man, <laughs> you had spaghetti on Thanksgiving? He's like, he always has spaghetti as a side. I'm like, what do you mean as a side? So that was kind of the beginning of my eye-opening experience. What's on the Thanksgiving plate for Thanksgiving, Jeff? Oh, man, um, I would say some turkey, some ham, chitlins, greens, mm. sweet potatoes, mm. macaroni. Yeah. I oh, eat about three of those things. All that. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, all that. I don't know Just, about them chitlins. Though, my, mom, all that. my mom actually flipped it one year, man, and we had a seafood Thanksgiving. Oh, man, kinda, yeah, legs, lobster tails, steak. Yeah, that was that was that was good too. That's what's up. I'm just not a fan of turkey, man. The turkey, you gotta I mean, have I a turkey season right. You gotta have a season. Is right, that a man. thing? Seasoning the turkey. Now, yeah. a deep fried turkey is fantastic. Mm. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one. I'm from the land of we don't season our food correctly. I, I admit <laughs> that. And I grew up with the same bland Thanksgiving food my whole life. But it's also just food. I'm just not, turkey, mashed potatoes, stuffing, and gravy. I'm, that doesn't get me excited anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, have a great Thanksgiving, man. Thanks, and uh, Jeff. and uh, we appreciate you spending some time with us. Take care. Yep, for sure. All right, man. It's been a pleasure. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.